to What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and buzz sessions. And be petty, because I have a petty spirit. So if my petty spirit is live, it, it will. past week you do anything special how's the weather weather is great as always it's going to be a high of 85 today i got my walk-in already i have some miscellaneous stuff i'll be doing later and a massage tomorrow that's my weekend Uh, (laughs) yeah that sounds like a little self-care going on there some much needed self-care i'm gonna binge watch some shows <laughs> later after my errands that's it's gonna be a good weekend yes well the weather is cooperating um this weekend for us it's gonna be in the 70s so that's good for me you know because anything above 70 i can work with but it was like 60-something yesterday, and the wind was blowing. It was kind of snippy, and yeah. So I'm looking forward to moving to Atlanta and getting some warmer weather. I'm looking so. forward to that, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For my visits. Yes. So I guess we can move right in and talk about car chatter. Okay. So I'm I'm not sure if you saw, but a couple of weeks ago, maybe maybe a week or so ago, there was a lady who went to her child's school and she kind of had like the bonnet on and she had like a t-shirt shirt on and the school wouldn't let her in saying that she was breaching the school dress code. And so now that same school has come out with a dress code for parents to come pick their children up. I did so, see that. I did. So what see do that. you think about that? Like, well, <laughs> I, I think it's unfortunate that we need a dress code for parents. Number one, I'm not completely right. upset about it. It's a high school in Houston. And I I think what happens is when you do that, some people that are not in compliance are going to make other people that are suffer because this was for a few people that were coming to school and they were visibly inappropriate in their dress. But when they came out with the actual written policy, it's going to affect some people who were not out of order. Right. Right. Yep. I I thought it was unfortunate that, like, if you're 
if you're dropping your kid off for something and you just jump in the car and you drop your kid off like that, don't get out the car. Then that's fine. Don't get out the car. But my mom has always had always told me and it sticks with me now that always remember that something can happen and you have to get out the car. So <laughs> that's never true. go anywhere dressed in any way that you wouldn't want anybody to see you. So it's just as easy to throw on some sweats and put on a jacket, yes. you know, or, or a, a she could have thrown on some sweats. But you know, right? Put I thought it was unfortunate that they actually interviewed a couple of the parents, and of course, they were us. And yeah. one lady went so far to say, "I don't know what's going on with this new principal, but she's getting beside herself." I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with this bonnet on my head. When a another parent said, I just think it's crazy. I had an emergency today. Well, what does an emergency have to do with a bonnet on your head? I I'm confused. Right. I mean, it takes two seconds to take the bonnet off your head. If your hair is wrapped, I'm okay if you just leave it wrapped. Yes. If, that's, if that's the problem. If your hair is wrapped or... If it's up in a ponytail or whatever, at least take the bonnet off and put a baseball cap or don't put anything at all. Come with your hair, however. Okay, well, but think and then the the shirt dress was a little too much for me. Yeah, I mean, that was a bit much. You look like you just rolled out of bed. Yeah, you no, know, it just it was a lot. It's inappropriate. But the critics of this are saying that it's discriminatory. So what do you what do you think about that? Yeah, I I just thought that it was I thought that the the principal did what she had to do. Like if you see a problem and you see that this is going to continue to be a problem. Right, you address and probably the problem. You can't talk to... So, like you said, it's probably going to affect parents who wouldn't have come to school well, like that. Well, it is. And but sometimes... Let me tell you You how, just have to address the whole problem. Well, you do. You know? But let me tell you how it's going to affect some of the ones that were not out of order. Because this new policy says no satin caps, no bonnets, and no shower caps. I got it. No hair rollers. I got that one, too. No pajamas or house shoes. I'm with that too. This is where it gets me. No torn jeans, leggings, or Daisy what? Duke shorts. And no low-cut tops or short dresses. What? Yes. And now, this is what now... I meant when I said something that a few is doing and you have to address it, it could affect you know, the, the right. population as a whole when they're not out of order. Okay, so now the ripped jeans I would have a problem with because I probably have 10 or 15 pair of jeans and probably <laughs> 8 or 9 of them are ripped in some form. I have some that are ripped in more than others, but, you know, I, they have, they're distressed, they're torn, they're whatever. Um... And I would feel perfectly fine going to my daughter's school if she was still in school. I would feel perfectly fine going because my skin's not showing or if it is, it's my knee or, you know, something like that. Daisy Dukes, I, I can understand that. 
if you feel comfortable and you have the body that you can still wear them, I, I say do you, but you have to be There's mindful when you go to everything. your child's school. Right. When you go to your child's school, that's that's something different, you know, because especially high school, we're talking young boys, young yeah. girls like so. Yeah. And then the low cut top or the short dresses. I don't know. That could go either way. And that's one of those things. She probably had to toss that in because that lady was wearing a shirt dress. Right. Right. You know, so, you know, like you said, those things have to be specified and they're going to affect a lot of people. Unfortunate. Right. That everybody's going to get caught up. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, how much time are parents spending at the kids' schools? So I feel like this is something that they can abide by. This is something that they should abide by. I don't completely agree with the torn jeans or the leggings, but it's something that the principal felt a need to throw in. And I think that if they want to come on the, the school grounds, they're going to have to comply by it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's unfortunate that you have to tell parents something like that, but it seemed like it was necessary. Yes. Okay, well, we can go right into this week's topic. And I thought we could talk about black women and their hair. Oh, so our crown and glory. <laughs> right. I was listening to the Michael Bayston show and he was talking about black women and their hair and things that I guess that we do that could take out our hair or you know, I guess perms and that kind of thing. And then I also wanted to talk to, cause I was having a conversation with someone about black women in their hair, as far as what to do with it when you start a new job or what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, what other people feel is appropriate and not appropriate. Uh, as far as natural hair and perming, should I wear straight hair to work or should I just be natural and, you know, is my natural hair being worn out okay or should I keep it in a ponytail at work because it's that finger quote more professional. I, I always think this is an interesting topic because I'm always surprised at who really thinks that you should wear your hair straight versus natural. I had someone to tell me, and you were there. I don't know if you heard her, but she said when I first started working at the job that we were at, that she felt like I must be really smart and good at my job because she was surprised <laughs> that they hired me looking, you know, the way I looked basically because my hair um, is natural and I wear it natural and I wear it out big and she was surprised because we work at a corporate office all the regional directors and everybody for our region is in that office and so she was surprised and I was surprised that she felt comfortable saying that but uh, <laughs> right but I also was surprised that she felt that way. And then somebody 
um, brought up when I told them that they said, well, you, you really have to check the source, what generation she is. And then you also that. have to, that's what it was. Yeah. From. Be, yeah. Her generation. Yeah. Her right. Because she is in her mid sixties. And so that could be something because but back the, then the we, ironic part you know, of that is, isn't she natural? Yes. And the, but the only difference is or significant difference is she wears it short and you you don't. But she's still right. natural. <laughs> right. Right. She's still natural. But somebody else said that you know, you have to think about that she may be looking and thinking, "Wow, she was she can come to work like that and still get hired." You know, after thinking that, oh, I have to wear it really short or I have to straighten or whatever, that she's just coming to work fully who she is and she still got hired, you know. And so I go back and forth. I'm not a natural who's saying, oh, you sh you shouldn't get perms. And if you get a perm, you're bad. Or if you straighten your hair, that's bad. Like, I feel like everybody has to do what's best for them. I personally feel like perms are bad for our hair and just bad for you overall because those chemicals can seep into your your skin and, and your systems and blah, blah, blah. But I also know that natural hair takes some work. And some people don't have the time or just don't want to fool with that and straightening it can um, alleviate some of that stress. So, you know, I don't know. What are your thoughts about straightening your hair for work or natural hair well, at work? I don't look at it as doing it for work. And I understand a lot of people do and have to because of the professional nature. And I have been right. in that place, but because my preference is straight hair, that wasn't an issue for me. Like I've always worked right. in a professional environment, but I always wear, I am natural in a sense of, I don't get perms, but my preference for my hair is straight. So I get the silk press. I have the, the silky straight hair and that's my preference. What I like for me, there are times when I will do the two, two strand twist and I will wear my hair in its natural state. But for me, it's never really been an issue. And I guess that's just because I wear my hair straight. Right. Now, right, right. now, as we speak, I have braids. <laughs> that's not something that right. I do very often, but sometimes depending on what's going on, I find it necessary. As you know, right now I am really into working out and trying to stay fit and be healthy and keep my weight uh, where I want it to be. So I am working out and that's tough when you have a uh, press. So right. I have braids for me. I'll probably keep them maybe six weeks <laughs> and then right. they'll right. be out and I'll be back to my press. But that that's my issue of what to do with my hair when I'm trying to work out. But my big thing. Or, right. Of course, to do with my hair when I want to get in the pool. Right. 
people don't understand how taking care of your hair, period, straight or natural straight, natural curly or perm straight, that it's a lot for black women. Just choosing the right products is like months and months of trying for natural hair that doesn't work you know yeah it it really is because you know you have we have so many different curl patterns 3c 3a 4c and so you have to pick a product that works it might work good for your 3c hair but for your 4c hair it doesn't work so now you have to buy something else and these products are not um, inexpensive you know they can get costly you know so I probably have right now under the cabinet probably about $300 worth of products that I don't use right like, for right. whatever reason and I didn't like the way it smelled initially or, you know just something it's trial and error initially because you don't know what's going to work because some things right it just does not work for your hair I have about three different curl patterns I have uh, something in the back, something else in the front or to the side, and then a little patch of something else <laughs> at the top. Right. So it's difficult to manage all of that. And that right. probably has something to do with why I'm not always in my natural curly state. Because sometimes right. I can do a two-strand twist using products, and I absolutely love it. And I can do it again using the same products, and I'm like, what the hell? So yes. for me, my yes. go-to is a silk press. And and I mean, I think that that works. I haven't probably straightened my hair in, I don't know, probably over 10 years. I haven't straightened my hair. I, I think I blew it out one time and it looked really crazy for me. You know, for me... Because I've seen myself natural for so long, I don't even look like me when it's, <laughs> you know, straight. Like you I say feel, 10 years, you know, I couldn't go a month without getting mine pressed. <laughs> really? Yep. It's been probably, what I moved to Atlanta in 2010 and I wasn't straightening my hair then. I hadn't been straightening my hair for a while then, so... Um, it's been over 10 years since I've really just worn it straight. Like I have blown it out a couple of times or something, but um, for the most part, just wear it natural all the time. And so when she said that about, you know, me going to, you know, getting hired with my hair like that, you know, it made me think because it's never really a thought for me about straightening my hair for work or whatever. Okay, really so what my thought because of that and the fact that you do wear your hair in its natural state and you do wear your hair big have besides what she said, have you gotten any backlash? You know, if I if I like if I haven't gotten hired or something because of it, I probably don't know. That's the reason why I probably thought, oh, they just missed out on an awesome employee. So I never thought that it could be for my hair. So maybe that was. But I've worked in corporate environments. I've worked for mom and pop. Um, 
And to be honest, I've worked for or with a lot of white people and it has never come up. You know, I worked for a really older white guy set in his ways, you know, Confederate flag on his car. And um, yeah, he hired me. And the day I went to the interview, it rained. And I had to stand outside to wait for somebody to open the door because I was early. And so you can imagine what my hair looked like because I didn't have an umbrella. You can imagine <laughs> what I looked like. And so I only had a few minutes to put my fingers in it and try to pull it back out to something normal instead of looking like Aretha Franklin in 1972. Like... <laughs> You know, because when it's natural, it'll shrink up in places. Yeah. And yeah, it was just, and I still got, um, I still got the job. And so, but I, I have heard a lot of women talk about, you know, how people say that's not professional. But I will say the only people, and I've only heard that from two or three people that, oh, I can't believe you don't, you wear your hair like that at work. It's us. They were, it was us. Yeah. Yes. And I think a lot of times we internalize and we project what we think is going to be said about our hair. And a lot of times it's us. Right. Yes. Because when she said that, I really didn't know how to take that because so you've been thinking, and even recently, uh, she mentioned that I was, finger quote, extra, you know, with my hair. And, you know, sometimes I put color in my hair. Sometimes I will wear faux locks. Like, you know, I do different things because it depends on how I feel or if I'm working out that month or if I just want something different, I've shaved the sides of my hair. I'm letting it grow out now, but this, it's big in the top and low on the sides. Like, yeah, you, you are more adventurous fun. with your hair than I am. A sew-in <laughs> and braids is adventurous for me. As you know, I never keep any of that very long because I just always want my hair. I am trying to right. make myself keep the braids at least until maybe mid-May, I think. But yeah, I'm kind of ready for my hair now. But one thing that I can say, even when I am in my natural state or when when my hair is, is pressed out or is it when it's silked out, I'm at a point now where I still will not let that keep me from working out because I do know a lot of women will say, hey, I can't work out because I just got my hair done. Or I can't work out because I just got my hair pressed. Um, I did do that maybe before. But now I pull it up in a tight ponytail. I get my workout on and I let it stay in that tight ponytail until it completely dries and then I comb it out. And that works for me. I think that we should not let that keep us from being healthy or we should not let that keep us for doing some of the things that we enjoy doing in life, but we just have to figure out a way to make it work. Right. And, and, and I think for 
Um, for a lot of people who don't deal with that, white women, white men, or just men in general, don't understand the complexity to black women's hair. So oh, Mr. will never to... comment on my hair. Even when I ask, <laughs> he's like, nope, nope, mm -mm, I know better. I'm not getting, I'm not getting in that one. Right. Okay. So that's a good question. So the other thing is with black women, we usually, because we have to make preparation for the next day with our hair. Even if it's straight, usually you have to wrap it or something. You just can't go to bed and then wake up on it. That's not how we function with our hair, natural or straight. So will you go to bed with or will you sleep with your significant other with a bonnet or that little wrap thing around okay. it? Or, uh, or Yeah. I mean, a funny thing is I was having dinner drinks with someone and she said and I don't because I usually wear my hair straight but this particular day I had twist I, I did a twist out and she says oh so you got your hair twisted and I said yeah I said but you know me I don't do this very often I'll twist it tonight I'll do like maybe five or six uh two strand flat twists or something and it'll be good to go tomorrow morning and she said are you really gonna do that well yeah I, I mean why wouldn't I and she said you're gonna let mr. see you like that honey I mean yes <laughs> <laughs> mr. see right. me in all forms <laughs> the right. good the bad the ugly your hair done not done like yeah I, I can't hide that I am, that's, that's part of me. That's my hair. I can't hide that because if I did, right. if I just try to go to bed, then I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning to a big mess. Right. Exactly. I, but I hear women saying, you know, like if they are dating or whatever, they won't, um, they won't wear their bonnet. And I mean, when I say dating, this is their significant other. They just don't live together. Okay, so, so when I, I mean, in a relationship. I was gonna say maybe that's the case in the initial stages of a relationship, where you're still getting to know one another, but then, but you're at that point right. where you might be staying a night or two, but you're still. Right. I guess you're still in that stage where you're trying to maybe impress. But if right. it's somebody you're in a full blown relationship with, living with or not living with. Yeah, I, I have to be real. Oh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like, I will do a high puff in a minute. Like, I just, it, it is what it is. Or if I happen to fall asleep and, you know, with natural hair and I have kind of like 4 BC, um, it gets mad at sometimes. <laughs> like... And it is what it is. Like we just have to put some product on it and comb it out and keep it moving. It a day, but <laughs> yeah, keep it moving. Like you know, and sometimes he have to rub the little matted part. Sometimes, like when you put your hands in my hair, you might catch a matted part. That's all in love of loving a black woman and a black woman with natural hair. So, you know, 
that is what it is. It is. So, and it, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. But we deal with it like we deal with everything else. And a lot of people don't understand why it's such a big deal. But there's a lot that we have to consider and deal with when it comes to our hair. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, if they love you, they will love your, um, love your hair. Yes. So... And you, of course, you know, with natural hair today, it could be really cute. Your twist out or the products makes your curls pop just perfect. And you could do the exact same thing tomorrow and it could look a hot mess, yeah. you know. And I've experienced so that many just... <laughs> times and that's why I don't have patience for myself in my natural curly state. I just don't have time to wake up and not know what I'm going to get. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a challenge. It's a, it's a challenge. And I think, you know, one, you hear natural women say women shouldn't straighten their hair. And then you hear straight women say you shouldn't wear it natural. And I think we should embrace whatever makes each other comfortable. I think you should do whatever you want to do with your hair. Right. Whatever works best for you. You should, um, you should do that. So have you ever thought that someone would say something about you wearing your hair in braids? At work? Yeah. Yeah. At work. Yeah. I, I, have you ever felt uncomfortable about wearing your hair in braids at work? I would say, well, the thing is, I don't break, getting braids is not the norm for me. I probably went, right. I, I got braids in college. I probably went maybe 10, 15 years without. In the last maybe two or three years, I've gotten braids maybe two or three times. So that's not really been an issue for me because I'm not one to wear braids a lot. Well, um, yeah, because I heard somebody saying, I think it was on the Michael Bayston thing on his episode that she didn't like to wear braids at work because she felt like people looked at her a certain kind of way or they felt that that wasn't professional. And again, that's us projecting. Right. Because I think that you can make braids professional or... The only thing that I have a problem with is when I see some people and no reflection on younger people, but I see some younger people sometimes come with like the blue hair or the green hair or, well, you know. I'm here to tell you that's not a young people thing. I've seen some of age people do that as well. (laughs) Really? Yes. Now, I will say that I experiment with colors, but I like, like, the, not honey blonde, but, you know, that kind of color or something. Um, so, I guess, I mean, red and green could be professional, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just, those are the only things that I look twice at. But, again, if it works for you and it works for your manager then I'm cool with it. Like, I'm not one that's going to speak up or say anything about anybody's hair or whatever. I know what it takes for me to get to work looking halfway decent in the morning with my hair and the products under the sink and 
the wraps at night and the bonnets and the pillowcases. So I am the last person who's going to say something to somebody about what you should do with your hair. You know, unless you ask me, um, I have nothing to, nothing to say about it. But I, um, what do you think, before we go and stop talking about this, what do you think about men who are wearing weaves and or like the I'm not a fan whole tech <laughs> and and that could be because I I'm not a fan of weaves for myself so right that carries on to how I feel about men wearing but I think it's getting more and more popular and I think it will continue to grow but that's not something I- that. I would recommend for my man. <laughs> right. I think I I feel the same way. I don't know how I feel about him having a a weave, but I um but I'm okay with me wear weave or other people wear weave. I just don't know how I feel about a man wearing a weave. But you know, if I met him that way and he had a weave and then later I found out about it, who knows how it would feel. Well, I guess we can move on from that topic because you know what I like to talk about. I, I think Prince Ratchet. is having a hard time. Is he fighting somebody? Uh-oh, so you can't hear <laughs> Prince in the background. My bad. So Prince is mad, and Prince is my one-year-old Maltese Chihuahua mix, and Prince is mad because he's locked up upstairs, and I'm in the basement. I thought Prince was trying to get at somebody. No, Prince, but he also doesn't like the children in the neighborhood, so... That he it could either it could be one or the other. He doesn't like the children, or he doesn't like that he's locked up upstairs. So okay, okay. Well, I think we can wrap that up, and now we can talk about ratchet recap. Okay. So for ratchet recap, what did what reality show have you watched? This, um, well, I think we were going week. to uh, wrap it up with the Atlanta reunion part three, the final reunion. Did you see it? Yes. Yes, of course. Of course I did. <laughs> yes. And I guess the only thing I still can say is, what the hell, Nene? Like, oh, I'm over Nene. Just... Like, and, and that's what I had to say. Uh, Nene over her that is all <laughs> yes because yes. i think on the first two we talked about her it's the same it went into this one she acts like she's above everybody else she acts like everybody has wronged her just the, the whole thing i'm over her right yeah i i just thought she was just being so extra and you know, friendships, especially at her age, because she's well over 40. So friendships are hard to come by like a real friend because you're set in your way. She's set in her way. So friendships are hard to come by. So I definitely don't want to get rid of a true friend over something petty. 
you know, like, I, and it seems like her and Cynthia were two friends at one point. Her and Portia were friends. Like, I don't know. I'm just really over her. Like, if yeah. they said Cynthia, she wasn't going to be on the show, I'd be good. I would, too. Cynthia found her voice. I was happy about that. And she ultimately said, listen, if Nene wants to throw away a friendship over this petty shit, then so be it. And she also said, uh, and Marlo, she's throwing you away, too. So it is, you know, don't. Because Marlo said something to the effect of, okay, Cynthia, you don't care. You know, because Nene uh, calls me and she was uh, really upset when you did the whole Kenya to the party thing. And Cynthia said, yeah, just like when she threw you away, she called me upset about it too. So don't act like it's just me. That's what she does. People are disposable to her. Right, right. Yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know. I guess that was my whole take takeaway with them was Yeah, what about I'm Cynthia when the question came in, how does Mike feel about her relationship with Le- with Leon? And she basically said, "Hey, we're a package deal." Yeah, and you know what? I guess because um I'm in a similar kind of situation, not so much with my ex-husband, with but with like his entire family. So whoever is with me has to understand that they're still a part of my life. And I disclose that in the very beginning of the relationship so that there's no confusion. Um, and so that you understand that that's not going to change. So don't ever make me feel like I have to choose because it won't be good for you. Right. You know? so, and I don't see a problem um, with that. She was being honest. Her and Leon are package deal. They're really good friends. They've known each other forever and they share a child. And Leon is going to be a part of her life. Right. And then sometimes what people don't understand is if you've been married to somebody for a while or you have children together or you just know them for a long time, it's hard to discard that person from your life, you know, so you still may remain friends. Doesn't mean that you two will ever revisit any intimacy, you know, or anything like that. It's just they're part of your life and you know, for some people, that's hard to understand, but I think you have to be upfront with someone. And she was, you know, obviously upfront with Mike and he's okay with it. I mean, you can tell that her and Leon are friends and they care a lot about their daughters. It looks like Leon was there for her when she was going through the Peter divorce. So, I mean, I can understand I can understand that. I'm just glad that she seems like she's really happy. Yes. Like, that's that's a good thing. That she seems like she's very happy. Right. And, again, when Nene made it seem like Cynthia was being weak or it was somehow silly that she was posting hashtag chill, you know, I'm like... Why would you be excited for your friend? Like she's happy and so she's doing some cheesy, you know, giddy stuff by putting hashtag chill. I think that was cute. A lot of people do that. 
You know, so Nene is just I'm miserable. Like, what about Eva yeah. and Marlo and actually Candy confirmed that it wasn't just one bridesmaid that bridesmaid that was talking about her. It was three. Yeah, I was like, so what actually happened though that you and your bridesmaids fell out like that? And you know, if she's having financial problems or whatever, like y'all act like she did something wrong. Okay. So some of the rest of y'all, maybe not candy, but some of the rest of y'all that had some financial stuff. Marlo, we still don't know what you doing to get your money, so calm now, okay, down. Okay, let's 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 back up and reverse. I sent you on Instagram. Marlo is in a movie. I sent you a clip. She's in a movie. Is it a real movie? Well, who? Which one of them are in real movies? It's a movie that's on TV. Well, <laughs> well, and I think that uh, Cynthia had a cameo in there. I think Shekinah is in yeah. there. Yeah. So, and it's probably. Uh -huh. I'm not saying that it's something that's going to be at AMC. 14, but it's probably something like on a TV land or something like that, or maybe right, Netflix, right, right, something like that. But she did just shoot a movie and she does appearances because sometimes I will see her posting places that she's going to be. And I think it was Candy who recently challenged the other ladies to buy out a theater for the movie Little. And I just saw recently where uh, Marlo said, hey, Candy, I accepted your challenge. And I bought out one. And I think th she's doing the showing today. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'll never have anything positive say about Marlo because I don't like her. Other than her wardrobe. You do respect that. I do respect her wa wardrobe because, you know, I respect fashion. So I know. I do respect her wardrobe. I um I actually like the way she dressed. Now sometimes for me, sometimes um when they start wearing like brand stuff like Gucci and Dolce and Gabbana, some of their stuff is extra, you know, with the with the logos all over it or you know, that gets a little much for me, just for my style. But um other than that, I do like the way Marlo dresses for the most part i think she looks nice other than that i just no use for like her. her right no use for her. i don't want her to get a peach i don't want shamari to lose her peach but i heard i was talking to some women last night and they were saying that tamar was going to be a new housewife and so Nobody was getting a raise this year so that they would have enough money to give Tamar and that Shamari was out. I would be okay with that. Oh, well, I don't know about the Tamar because she's super extra, but Shamari, I don't really feel like she brought a whole lot. Or maybe she well, needed see, a second I... season to come out, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe she needs some time. So, so I don't know how I feel about Tamar being... I can do without uh, her, too. I think she should just stay on the Braxtons. Yeah, because she's even a little extra for me on the Braxtons. She's and very I only extra. Watch she's that. always on 10. I haven't watched that in years. I would say if they're going to... Yeah. They need somebody, bring Kenya back. 
And don't force right, her that's what I was saying. to put her entire family on there if that's not what she wants to do. Right. I that's what I was thinking. Nene's sons walking around the ones that have issues. They're not pushing right. that issue. I like Kenya more than I like the ideal of Tamar being on there. I would say bring Phaedra back before Tamar. Yeah. I don't watch uh, the Braxtons that often. I watch it periodically. Like I may be cleaning up or something and watch a couple of episodes here or there, whatever. But every time I watch it, Tamar is exactly the same. Like, She's extra. She's lip popping. She's neck rolling. Well, like I see nothing has changed because I haven't watched it in years. And she was that way the last and, time I watched. And if you watch it right now, the only difference is she occasionally doesn't have hair because she still <laughs> wears wigs and, and, you know, stuff. And so occasionally when she doesn't have the wigs, that's the only difference that you would be able to tell an episode from now versus an episode from, you know, three, four years, five years ago. She's mm-hmm. just extra. And Tragic. so I, I agree. Bring Phaedra back or Kenya or Kenya and Phaedra, you know, whatever. But I don't need to see Tamar. And Shamari, I don't know. I feel like she might could have done. But I wouldn't be mad if she left, you know. So no. I kind of like Kenya. In an offbeat kind of way. And I think, I'm hoping maybe marriage and motherhood maybe have settled her down a little bit. And maybe she's not as petty. Okay, well, I guess we can wrap up Ratchet Recap. We we have collectively said we are done with NeNe. <laughs> they can take NeNe off the show because it's funny I was talking to the women last night I went for happy hour they all said the same thing like they're over Nene take her off the show nobody would be mad you know so I think as a whole people are getting tired of her shenanigans and just over the whole situation the mean girl situation has gone way over the top like we're done with it. So, bye, Nene. <laughs> bye, Nene. We're over you. <laughs> We're over you. So, I guess that will wrap up this week's episode. Bye. Bye. follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at What We Like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.